WAIF Cincinnati. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Ed Clayton. Coming up next over most of these stations, it's The Late Late Show. And you know, right now, the U.S. is the perfect example of what can happen quickly to a prosperous business when you hire all the wrong people. Roll up, Charlie! We're as happy as a cow and a human being deserve to be. Really naked, 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 really naked. Because the man was a schmuck. Naked, 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 really, really, really. I don't do this with every audience. You need a certain sense of humor for this. Um, yeah, warped. WAIF is not affiliated in any way with WAIF-FM. WAIF? WJVS-FM, that's what I said. Wasn't it? Naked, 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 really naked. Hi, Bruce. Hello, Bruce. Hello, Bruce. How are you, Bruce? Good evening, Bruce. Hello, Bruce. Good evening, ladies and Bruce's. Want to dance? Uh, you do me a favor? You see me working on the house next week and around the yard and uh, helping out with groceries and shit? You do me a favor? Kill me. Kill me. Shoot me in the head, run me over with a car, whatever it takes. I live in hell! I live in hell! Oh, oh.
You don't have to play it, but I hope you'll do your best. I've been listening to your show on the radio, and you seem like a friend to me. Cincinnati, this is Bob Shreve, and if you're a late-night comedy buff like myself, you have found just the right place to be. Welcome to The Late Late Show. It's a radio program that pushes the limit of good taste over the edge and, of course, right out the window. And as your host, a man whose personality has been patented as a form of birth control, a man who last used his library card to deceive something, Ed Clayton. A notice of caution... Due to the nature of the aforementioned programmers, absolutely no one but the severely deranged should attend. However, all rules of order shall be observed until 5 a.m., so please do not try these jokes at home as they are performed by seasoned professionals who know how to dodge vegetables. And remember, friends, no flash prisoners will be taken during this performance. And now for your listening irritation, the Late Late Show... In mono, where available. Thank you. And thank you, Bob. Yes, friends, welcome aboard the Late Late Show. Ed Clayton here. So glad to have you tuned in. And before uh, everything really starts to circle the drain, I need to tell you that WAIF, as a community radio station, serves only to open its airwaves to responsible divergent points of view, and that the opinions expressed during this program do not reflect the views of WAIF, its staff, strep fungus, or ever-beloved and highly esteemed Board of Trustees. No, friends, the opinions expressed on this show are mine and mine alone, but they are gaining acceptance. Also, The Late Late Show, if performed correctly, will contain material that may be considered offensive or unsuitable for some listeners. You'll know who you are, darlings, and you're marvelous. But if you are easily offended, well, you can thank your folks for raising a wimp, but you don't have to subject yourself to anything that might make you laugh. You can always turn the radio off, tune to a different station, and return to WAFE at 5 a.m. when the good pastor and sister Walker shall be along to present Open Your Bible. All right, friends, the numbers to call here at the station, area code 513-961-8900. They're flashing right there at the bottom of your radio. Hope you enjoy them. And you can always check out the website, www.waferadio.org. And uh, there has been a change I have mentioned before, and I'll mention it again, that uh, The Late Late Show is no longer archived on Mixcloud.com. No, friends, we have graduated, been promoted up to RedCircle.com. Look under Shows and search for L-L-S-E-C, which stands for Late Late Show Ed Clayton, and uh, I can offend you pretty much the rest of the week. You know, it doesn't have to just be Sunday night, Monday morning. I can be in your ears 24-7. Frightening, isn't it? Well, friends, stick around. We got a pretty good show lined up for you this week. And we're going to begin right after this, almost live, nearly from Hollywood and in color. Don't say you weren't warned, my friends.
air freshener. Oh, I don't have to. Oh, really now? Is that Coco Chanel? No. Cream de mint. Try again. What is it? Gee, your poop smells terrific. Two tiny tablets before breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you can do away with all those dangerous aerosol air fresheners forever. Ah, methane never smelled so good. So when nature calls, but you're at your new girlfriend's condo, defecate with confidence. Mmm, do that again. Ooh, boysenberry, right? Gee, your poop smells terrific. Now available in patchouli, Old Spice, and pina colada. Gee, your poop smells terrific. There's just one place to go for all your spatula needs. Spatula City! Spatula City! A giant warehouse of spatulas for every occasion. Thousands to choose from in every shape, size, and color. And because we eliminate the middleman, we can sell all our spatulas factory direct to you. Where do you go when you want to buy name brand spatulas at a fraction of retail cost? Spatula City! Spatula City! And this weekend only, take advantage of our special liquidation sale. Buy nine spatulas, get the tenth one for just one penny. Don't forget, they make great Christmas presents. And what better way to say I love you than with the gift of a spatula? Spatula City! Spatula City! Hello, this is Cy Greenbloom, president of Spatula City. I like their spatula so much, I bought the company. Spatula City, seven locations. We're in the yellow pages under spatulas. My, where did you get that lovely spatula? Spatula City, we sell spatulas. And that's all. Morning. Post office. Glad to be of service. Hey! Good morning! New from the producers of Anaconda comes a whole new kind of terror. Oh my god! What? There's a huge snake! Oh my god, a snake! Help! Where is it? In my pants! What? Get him out! Get him out? Yeah, just reach in and pull him out! I... There's only one way to stop oh, him! Look. You'll have to choke him! Choke him? Works with chickens anyway. I tell you what. Yeah? How about if I whack him? Whack him? With this shovel! Oh, I don't know about whacking him! Did I get him? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you got him. From the producers of Anaconda comes Trouser Snake. Trouser Snake, now playing in pants everywhere. You've seen him at every family gathering. They've embarrassed you in public. I used to change your poopy diaper. You're ashamed to be related to them. Hey, this is my nephew. Isn't he handsome? They're the drunken uncles. <laughs> and now they can be yours on this three-record set. Yesterday. Silver Flask Records presents the best of the drunken uncles. The drunken uncles, butchering your favorites and slurring their way to your heart. Yes, it's the drunken uncles. Invite them to your next party. The best of the drunken uncles. To order, call 1-800-HE'S-PLOWED. Call now before they sober up. Hey, Troy Gridnick here. Did you know Ed's personality has been patented as a means of birth control? It's true. Roll them, Charlie. 
There was a group of adults who were taking a computer science course at a community college. And after a few weeks of classes, the professor decided to have some fun one day as a little learning activity. And he divided them by sex. And he put the men on one side of the room, women on the other side of the room. He said, I want you all to do a project for the next 10 minutes. And I want you to to determine what gender computers ought to be. And so they deliberated, and so finally, here come the men, they have voted, they voted unanimously that computers should be referred to in the feminine gender. And so the professor said, all right, share with me your points. They had four points. They said, the reason why computers should be spoken of in the feminine gender is because no one but their creator understands their internal logic. (laughs) The second reason is because... (laughs) When computers communicate with each other, they speak in code language that only they and experts can understand. The third reason is because every mistake you make is stored on their hard drive for later retrieval. The fourth reason, these men said, because as soon as you commit to one, you find yourself spending half your paycheck on accessorizing it. Now... But oh, don't laugh too hard because the women, the women had the last word on this subject. The women voted unanimously. Computers must be in the masculine gender. Why? As they gave their report, they said, first of all, in order to get their attention, you have to turn them on. (laughs) Secondly, they have a lot of data but still can't think for themselves. Thirdly, they're supposed to help you solve problems, but half the time they are the problem. And the final reason they gave was because as soon as you commit to one, you realize that if you'd waited a little longer, you could have gotten a better model. Here's a fax from Cooter in Orlando who sends me a copy of a story that appeared in the Los Angeles Times. He says... A prestigious, uh, prestigious newspaper, not the off-maligned weekly World News. Quoting the story. In retrospect, lighting the match was my big mistake, but I was only trying to retrieve the gerbil. Eric Tomaszewski told the news doctors in the severe burns unit of Salt Lake City Hospital. Tomaszewski and his homosexual partner, Andrew Kinky Farnham, had been admitted for emergency treatment after a felching session had gone seriously wrong. I pushed a cardboard tube up his rectum and slipped Raggett, our gerbil, in, he explained. As usual, Kinky shouted out, Armageddon! My my cue that he'd had enough. I tried to retrieve Raggett, but he wouldn't come out again, so I peered into the tube and struck a match, thinking the light might attract him. (laughs) At a hushed press conference, a hospital spokesman (laughs) described what happened next. The match ignited a pocket of intestinal gas and flame shot out the tube, (laughs) igniting Mr. Tomachevsky's hair and severely burning his face. It also set fire to the gerbil's fur and whiskers, which in turn ignited a larger pocket of gas further up the intestine, propelling the rodent out like a cannonball. (laughs) Armageddon! I'm again. I'm again. <laughs> 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 
Shirsky suffered second-degree burns and a broken nose from the impact of the gerbil. <laughs> While Furnham suffered first and second-degree burns to his anus and lower intestinal tract. <laughs> I'm again. <laughs> into the tube and struck a match taking the light might make the gerbil come out. <laughs> so that's what felching is all about. <laughs> Armageddon! <laughs> Who says that? I didn't. Robert E. Raven on the John Bourne Billy Show. <laughs> well, this has been an evening to remember. Why? I forgot. Oh! <laughs>
and they're done with sheep. <laughs>
Every now and then I'll be riding down the road late at night. Knock down a couple of BCs and get my cerebellum kind of thumping and throbbing. Start thinking of the old days and thinking back to when I was a little girl growing up in South Carolina and remembering the stinking smell of gin on Jimmy Joe's breath. The night I became a woman in the back of that view. Sorry. And every now and then I'll get a little tired of listening to my 30 Days to a Better You motivational tape and I'll turn on an old truck driving show from one of those stations out of West Virginia. And they'll be playing an old Conway Twitter song. And it'll remind me of my second wife and the way she used to whistle the steel guitar part to Hello Darling through the gap in her front seat. And every now and then when I start to feel a little bit hungry, I'll stop at an all-night grocery store and hit the little Debbie snack cake and host his breakfast treat display counter. Third wife. We used to live in a little prefab mobile home in a town called Chromosome, North Carolina. Every now and then when I come home from work late at night, all tired, wore out, she'd be laying there on the purple Naga high couch, all 375 pounds of her with her blind Dinell wicks sort of stretched off to one side. I'd come walking in the door and she'd get all excited and say, hey. She'd look at me with a what good eye and take her false teeth out of the bicentennial ashtray and put on those white go-go boots from the big boy shoe store and that purple moo-moo that I bought her from Fredericks of Hollywood for big gals that you love so much. She kind of looked like a genetic mutation off a of Tom Chapin National Geographic special getting ready to go into action. She'd jump up on top of the stereo and start doing an interpretive dance to an old Wilson Pickard record jammed up to 78. Then we'd go back to the heart-shaped vibrating waterbed, the one underneath the black velvet paint of Elvis, Jesus, and John Wayne walking together through eternity watched over by Hank Senior. And we'd get to rolling and tumbling and having a good time. Every now and then when things would get real good, I'd sing a love song or something like this. I'd sing. Roberta, Roberta! Mama, please get your big legs off of me. Sometimes you get a little carried away and I'd have to say, Roberta, Roberta!
was welcome. And you slugged down Nyquil like it was a glass of lemonade. Drink that right gut whiskey like a glass of water. And you're still drinking that knuckle wake up woman cough syrup like a glass of lemonade. You know, I regret the day I wrap my skinny legs around your fat butt. That was about 375 pounds, the biggest leg of mistake I show ever made. Legs <laughs> off of me. Love is a beautiful thing. Roberta, Roberta, Roberta. Kiss me, baby. The Reverend Billy C. Wirtz. Roberta, Roberta, Roberta. Before that, we had uh, a threesome from Bob Rivers. River of Pea, Dirty Deeds Done with Sheep, and I Love Your Breasts the Way They Are. And a couple of gems I swiped from the web, Computer Gender and Armageddon, began the Late Late Show this week. Glad to have you tuned in. I'm Ed Clayton here. Let's take uh, care of some cubic cervix announcements as I rip these guys off of the handy-dandy bathroom-type dispenser roll. As we enjoy, quote-unquote, the world's worst opera singer, Florence Foster Jenkins. Friends, girls who are interested in the fun and learning found in Girl Scouting are invited to join a Girl Scout troop in their community. For more information about the Girl Scout program or to register your daughter, call the Great Rivers Girl Scout Council at 513-489-1025 or toll-free... 800-537-6241. You can also visit online at www.girlscoutsofwesternohio.org. And remember your childhood memories when you discovered the magic of nature, like looking up at the stars or chasing fireflies, lightning bugs. 
Help ensure your child gets those same experiences. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a forest or park near you. And discover other cool things, like fishing, biking, or even camping. Visit discovertheforest.org. And the Asian American Hour features talk, music, and other good things with a focus on Asian American affairs, immigration, and many other issues of interest to our community at large. The Asian American Hour has been keeping the people of Cincinnati and beyond informed since 2001. Airing Monday evenings at 5, check it out here on 88.3 WAIF Cincinnati. All right, friends, so glad to have you tuned in to The Late Late Show. Ed Clayton here. Again, the numbers at the station to call are 513-961-8900. Oh, God, she kills me. Hey, also, uh, stick around, friends. Coming up in about an hour or so, uh, we'll have story time for you at 3.30. Yes, there's been an update, so... Stick around, stay tuned, and uh, tune in to when you've heard it all before, you'll hear it all again, because I love repeating myself. Did I mention I love repeating myself? Okay, I, I said that. All right, sure. Right, go, uh, go ahead. Fine, friends. 513-961-8900. Stick around. It only gets more deranged from this point forward. Attention, you can get college credit right now for listening to our little Weasley radio program. Yeah. The Hindenburg went down. Dudley Cross was the name of the radio announcer who, who was just going nuts over that whole thing when it was happening. And I happen to have him right now on our Newsmaker Line. Well, let's go to it. Welcome then, Mr. Dudley Cross. Mr. Cross, is it true you were discharged for being too emotional during the famous broadcast? Uh, yes. Uh, yes, that's true. At the time, I was a very uh, emotional young man. Mm -hmm. I was only 23. and. Seeing such a horrible sight shook my journalistic abilities. Yeah. Uh, time and age have a tendency to put all things in perspective, as you know. Yeah, I suppose that is true. Yeah, I'm here at my cottage on the Chesapeake here, just having a little breakfast. Yep. There you go. I'm eating a brand new kind of German muffin. <laughs> is that so? Well, we yeah, want... Yeah. Uh... Here on the package it says it's so light they can... Uh... Uh, float in air. Ah, yeah, that's interesting. What? Yeah, what? I just put them in the toaster here. Yeah. They'll be coming up soon, yeah. <laughs> Let me see. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're coming out. Just a few Good. seconds here. All right. Uh, wait. Oh, no, they're, they're stuck inside the toaster. What? Just a minute. Look, sir, if we could get back to the interview, we wanted to ask oh, no. you about... This is terrible. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the German lighter-than-air muffins are caught inside the heat of the toaster. Oh, oh my. No. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, dear. There's smoke. There's thick black smoke billowing out of my little toaster. Oh, how terrible. If I could just go over and turn the toaster on its side, I... Oh, oh no. The muffin is out. Miss... Oh, it's fallen. Tiny crumbs, ladies and gentlemen, Wait a minute. all over the ground. Pieces of dried toast everywhere. Mr. Oh, Cross. this is terrible. Mr. What a Cross. tragedy. Well, the Holocaust. My breakfast. I can't go on. Oh, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh. no. Oh, no. Hey, try, try some decaf, buddy. My name is Lemon Moon. 
and I ain't got the good sense that God give a goose. I don't know much, but I do know this. Last time Will Smith was in the subway with poor Jeffy, the boy damn near got himself kilt. That's for real, man, K-I-L-T, kilt. Somebody need to check the tranquilizer on the arthropod worm guns. My name is Lemon Moon, and I don't know much, but I do know that. Thank you for your time. Introducing the all-new 24-hour fitness. Wow, now I can work out anytime I want. No, now you will work out 24 hours a day. Huh? Now that you can buy fast food 24 hours a day, you'll need to work out 24 hours a day. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Hour one, the treadmill. Hour two, weight training. Hour three... Hey, hey, slow down. Cardio workout. Oh, man. And on and on and on for an entire 24 hours, seven days a week. Oh. The 24-hour fitness center. Please stop. Now... Who wants a double cheeseburger? No, 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 no burger. No, no, please. Had enough of all those cop shows? Of course not. That's why you'll love the Cop Channel. Constant cop shows 24 hours a day. Tonight at 8, Time Daily teams up with the world's smartest police dog on... Cagney and Lassie. Okay, Slime Ball, hold it right there. All right, all right. I'll do whatever you want. Just keep that drooling mutt away from me. Don't you call my Lassie a mutt? I was talking to the dog. Then at nine, Richard Simmons hits the streets of San Francisco as an undercover cop in an all-new dragnet. Up against the wall and spread him, bucko. At ten o'clock. He's bad, he's blue, and he's taking Sesame Street back from the bad guys. He's the Rookie Monster. Hold right there, creep. We see you. Drop cookie and move away from jar. Uh-oh. So come check out the lineup tonight on the Cop Channel. Constant cop shows 24 hours a day. It's positively arresting. Timeline to the time of the key taken by Kareem. He stops, he looks, he fakes, deeks, turns, pumps, holds, twists, spins, he chokes, gags, bends, pukes, and oh, he's all over the court. Welcome to a new way to communicate. A new source of news, information, and computer software. Introducing American Online. Hey, with American Online, I can just point and click. Oh, wait. With American Online, you can send and receive email, even across the Internet. Hey, I've got email. Okay, I open the mailbox. No, that's not it. Maybe I... No. Damn. American Online puts you in touch with information resources all across the country. How do you get this thing... Open! Open! Application in use? What application? I can't even start any application! Call now for your free trial. You'll get free software and 10 hours of free online time your first month, which you can spend trying to figure out how to open your email box. Second timed out? What does that mean? Jesus, I hate this thing! American Online. It's knowledge. It's power. It's sucks! Hi, Gordon. What you been up to? Big things, Fred. I'm a full-time student at bartending college. Wow. I never had time for a formal education. Well, I decided to make time, but it's not easy. Bartending college is a four-week course. Gee, how far along are you? Well, let's see. This is Tuesday, the third week. Hey, hey, I'm a junior, and I'm late for a daiquiri lecture. Why don't you join me? Why not? 
You've already spent enough time on the other side of the bar to qualify for enrollment. Bartending College. We'll teach you everything you need to know. You'll get a starter set of bartenders jokes like... So I said to the guy, you can stay, but the cow's got to go. Bartending College. You'll learn how to roll drunks, water the liquor, and skim the cash register. And remember, as the bartender, you drink for free. 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 Last call for integrity. Hello, I'm Frank Bartles, and this here's my partner, James Brown. <laughs> As the weather starts getting too hot, <laughs> we hope you will reach for one of these. New Bartles and James Brown wine cooler. It tastes good. They come in three funky flavors. <laughs> Gravity grape, Get down. crime of passion fruit, Ooh, and my personal favorite, papaya. Papaya's got a brand new bag. <laughs> It'll get you off faster than a big city lawyer. Ooh. And a single pack serves six to ten. Just like James. <laughs> New Bartles and James Brown wine coolers. The cooler cooler. Made in the cooler. Now behind bars everywhere. And uh, thank you for your support. Good morning, Cincinnati. Bob Shreve here, and I'd just like to say that the Late Late Show is the most despicable program I've ever heard in my life, and I never miss it. I never listen to it, and I never miss it. So roll them, Charlie. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. We are to meet him, the famous Captain Spaulding, from climate's hot and scalding, the captain has arrived. Hello, I must be going, I cannot stay, I came to say I must be going. I'm glad I came, but just the same, I must be going. For my sake you must stay, if you should go away. You'll spoil the party I am throwing. I'll stay a week or two. I'll stay the summer through. But I am telling you, I must be a-going. Before you go, will you oblige us and tell us of your deeds so glowing? I'll do anything you say. In fact, I'll even stay. Good. But I must be going. The Raper Captain Spaulding, the African Explorer. Did someone call me Schnarra? Hooray, hooray, hooray. He went into the jungle where all the monkeys throw nuts. If I stay here, I'll go nuts. Hooray, hooray, hooray. I put all my reliance in courage and defiance and risk my life for science. Hey, hey! One day in Madagascar, he bagged a dozen weasels. Yes, and all of them had measles. Hooray, hooray, hooray! I faced a chimpanzee once, so close I felt his breath. The creature looked at me once and laughed himself to death. Hooray for Captain Spaulding! That's me! One day I caught an eagle, too big for me to tote. I changed him for a sparrow, a jackass, and a goat. Hooray for Captain Spaulding! That's me! One day a vicious monkey chased me a mile or two. I hid behind a donkey, the donkey fainted too. Hooray for Captain Spaulding! That's me! I had a guy named Tita, he lent me his repeater. I brought down a mosquito, hey, hey! Hooray for Captain Spaulding, the African explorer. Hooray, hooray, hooray! 
The first day I arrived in Africa. Hooray for Captain Spaulding, the African explorer. Hooray, hooray, hooray. The first day I arrived in Africa. Hooray for Captain Spaulding, the African explorer. Hooray, hooray. The first day I arrived... Hooray for Captain... Fooled you that time, didn't I? Hooray, hooray, hooray. There once was a farmer who had three daughters who were all going out on their first date at the same time. The farmer, being protective of his daughters, decided to meet their suitors at the front door with his shotgun. The doorbell rang, and the father answered the door, and the lad said, Hi, my name's Joe. I'm here for Flo. We're going to the show. Is she ready to go? The father looked him over and sent the kids on their way. The next lad arrived. My name's Eddie. I'm here for Betty. We're going to get some spaghetti. Is she ready? father felt this one was okay, too, so off the two kids went. The final young man arrived, and the farmer opened the door. The boy started off. Hi, my name's Chuck. And the farmer shot him. <laughs> About this time every day, we'd like to give you another episode of the great um, daytime drama. Uh, I used to call them cereals way back when. Now cereals have little, uh, little green marshmallows in them, you know. But they, uh, as a daytime drama, and I, uh, of course, I'm just kidding. I mean, I've been following the adventures of Dr. Dog and Dr. Bob. Dr. Ben and Dr. Bill and all those doctors and lawyers down there at Lawyer's Hospital. So let's roll today's episode right now. Lawyer's Hospital, take it away, please. And now, stay tuned for another exciting chapter of Lawyer's Hospital. Tough job this morning, Dr. Dog. I, I had to remove two radials from that Jibberson boy's larynx. There's still a snow tire in there somewhere. He's a very special boy. He is now. Something I picked up in uh, medical school in Mexico. <laughs> Working a little hard recently, haven't you, Dr. Dog? <laughs> you know, Dr. Dog. Do you know do you know Dr. Dog? No, no, no. No, no, I You're you're Dr. Dog, aren't you? You were Dr. Dog. No, I, I'm Dr. I don't Bob. have my nameplate. Where's my nameplate? It's my, oh, it's in that patient. That's right. Uh, this is morning. Well, I feel terrible. Oh, yeah, Jumbo fixed me some of that new 
chicken in a body bag last night, you know, or <laughs> our new sponsor. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm afraid the chicken wasn't quite dead yet. <laughs> uh, so you'd probably like me to, uh... Oh, yes. Uh, would you mind terribly, uh, blowing me out before lunch? You know, I've never minded pumping you out, Dr. Barber. But I've got to make a very special visit to a very special patient. You mean to Bambi? I'm not mean to Bambi. She likes it that way. to see you out of bed for a change. Well, you finally got up off me, Dr. John. Doctor knows best. Yes. And I'm so happy to see that the biopsy was a success. Oh, 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 And I have some more good news for you, Midge. Congratulations are in order. The rabbit died. Yes, and your father lived. Oh, oh, oh that's so good, because if he had died, it would have killed him, Dr. John. <laughs> Oh, Midge, don't talk like that. You, you've been so, so awfully brave and so terribly, terribly beautiful through all this. Oh, John, you know how to touch a woman. It's a kind of combination we don't often find here at Lawyer's Hospital. Oh, yes, the doctors are brave and the lawyers are beautiful, but to find them both together in one magnificent body bag like yours. The other one, the other one. Oh, 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 oh,
It's more than a happily married doctor like me can stand. I could become addicted, Mitch. Uh-huh. Like a box without a bottom, I'm falling. I'm no, falling. Mitch, 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 no, don't say a word. I, I want to remember you always the way you are now because... Ow, 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 oh, you naughty little teapot. <laughs> because after the operation, there'll be nothing to remember you by except the parts. Don't, don't leave me now. I've got to leave you for a very special patient. You mean to Bambi? I'm not mean to Bambi. She likes it that way. Oh, bitch, 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 bitch. I'll sleep, I'll sleep. K Pasa K what you call your Pasa Al Sleet here, hippy dippy weather man with all the hippy dippy weather man brought to you by Parsons Pest Control. Do you have termites, water bugs, and roaches? Well, Parsons will help you get rid of the termites and water bugs and help you smoke the roaches. <laughs> Temperature at the airport is 88 degrees, which is stupid, man, because I don't know anybody who lives at the airport. <laughs> now, if you'll take a look at our national weather map, you'll see that we don't have one. So try to picture last night's map in your mind. Remember all the letters and lines. All them little numbers. The weather is dominated by a large Canadian low, which is not to be confused with a Mexican high. <laughs> Tonight's forecast dark. <laughs> Continued dark tonight, turning to partly light in the morning. Oh, Al, Al got out of the weather business and he's, uh, he's now, uh, a linoleum uh, quality control inspector in a linoleum plant. Al, he only wanted to get out of the media. You know, he said, fuck it, I don't need it. And, uh, <laughs> hey, who can blame him? I don't know, but Al got out of weather when he realized he had given the, the final weather forecast. He had given the ultimate forecast. There was nowhere to go. You know, when there's nothing left to conquer in your field, hey, it's time to leave. And old Al had given the ultimate forecast. He told us, he said one night, that the weather will continue to change on and off for a long, long time. <laughs> and he was gone for a God bless out. Okay.
WAIF Cincinnati. What you heard last? George Carlin, Al Sleet, hippy dippy weatherman. Before that, Firesign Theater, Lawyers Hospital. A gem from the web, talking about farmer's daughter dates. Groucho Marx, hooray for Captain Spaulding, began the last set. Friends, it is 3.01. You're in tune with what radio was meant to be, WAIF Cincinnati. I'm Ed Clayton. You're in tune with The Late Late Show. And portions of this program may be considered offensive or unsuitable for some listeners. If you are easily offended, this would make a terrific time to tune away. Come back to WAFE at 5 a.m. when the good pastor and sister Walker shall be along to present Open Your Bible. All right, friends, numbers to call here at the station, area code 513-961-8900, or you can always check out the website, www.waferadio.org. And remember, as always, friends, this program is recorded archived, uploaded, not necessarily in that order, to redcircle.com. Look under Shows and search for LLSEC, Late Late Show, Ed Clayton, redcircle.com. Alrighty then, stick around, stay tuned, we have much more comedy to come your way. Glad to have you on board. Do you have feelings of inadequacy? Do you suffer from shyness? Do you sometimes wish you were more assertive? If you answered yes to any of these questions, ask your doctor or pharmacist about tequila. Tequila is the safe, natural way to feel better and more confident about yourself and your actions. Tequila can help ease you out of your shyness and let you tell the world that you're ready and willing to do just about anything. You'll notice the benefits of tequila almost immediately. And with a regimen of regular doses, you can overcome any obstacles that prevent you from living the life you want to live. Shyness and awkwardness will be a thing of the past, and you'll discover many talents you never knew you had. Stop hiding and start living with tequila. Tequila may not be right for everyone. Women who are pregnant or nursing should not use tequila. However, women who wouldn't mind nursing or becoming pregnant are encouraged to try it. Side effects may include dizziness, nausea, vomiting, incarceration, erotic lustfulness, loss of motor control, loss of clothing, loss of money, loss of virginity, delusions of grandeur, table dancing, headache, dehydration, dry mouth, and a desire to sing karaoke and play all night rounds of strip poker, truth or dare, and naked twister. Warning, the consumption of alcohol may make you think you're whispering when you're not. Is a major factor in dancing like a retard. May cause you to tell your friends over and over again that you're in love with them. Also may cause you to think you can sing. Alcohol may lead you to believe that ex-lovers are really dying for you to telephone them at four in the morning. Alcohol may make you think you can logically converse with members of the opposite sex without spitting. It may create the illusion that you are tougher, smarter, faster, and better looking than most people. And it may lead you to think people are laughing with you. Alcohol may cause pregnancy. And it also may be a major factor in getting your ass kicked. So what are you waiting for? Stop hiding and start living with tequila. You've heard about them in the news. Hello, handsome. You might want to consider taking a cab home tonight. Now, get the complete best of collection of talking urinal cakes. Hey, hey, how much did you drink tonight, mister? All your favorite talking urinal cakes on one gigantic cake. 
So, what they say about your people isn't true, huh? The best of talking urinal cakes. Whoa, what's the deal? Is it 10 degrees outside or something? <laughs> Available now wherever urinal cakes are sold. You, uh, might want to get that checked out, buddy. Hey, watch it with those cigarette butts. Are you ready for the most intense survivor yet? From a land where justice is as harsh as the desert sun, it's Survivor Afghanistan. Contestants on Survivor Afghanistan face the most difficult challenges ever as they shave their beards, wear mini skirts to the mosque, and sing the Star-Spangled Banner in downtown Kabul. Those who survive the floggings and public dismemberment advance to even tougher challenges as the tribes form alliances and plot against their adversaries. I am very, very disappointed in the quality of the Amprat you gave me. I have half a mind to vote you out of the Taliban. Watch as 16 fanatical madmen try to outwit, outlast, and outpray their competitors, the weather, and the U.S. Navy. Blue leader to blue six. Target confirmed. Survivor Afghanistan. Catch it 24 hours a day on CNN. Say, kids, what's real bad for you but tastes real good? And what gives you the excess energy to drive mom crazy? So, what breakfast cereal will you tell mom to buy next time she goes shopping? Sugar Shockers, yeah! Sugar, 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 New super sugar-coated Sugar Shockers are little bits of raw cane drenched in honey and coated with powdered sugar, glucose, fructose, corn syrup, and other natural sweeteners. And Right, because there's no yucky vitamins or minerals to spoil your fun. Yeah! And how does it make you feel? Like I'm vibrating. Mommy, let's watch cartoons. Mommy, let's go get ice cream. Mommy, let's play smart. And moms will love sugar shockers, too, because inside every box, there's a free bottle of new Flintstones chewable Valium. Yeah! So try new super sugar-coated sugar shockers from your friends at Irresponsible Foods. This is the plaintiff. He's got a genuine legal problem, and he's trying to solve it on a tacky, low-budget TV show. He is a certified idiot. This is the defendant. He's managed to keep his case out of a real court for years. But today, he'll be embarrassed in front of millions of viewers. He's a complete moron. Today, it's another case of moron versus idiot on The Stupid People's Court. So, are you people as dumb as you look? Good, because we got to kill a half hour till the news starts. So remember, if you've got a real legal problem, yeah. take it into your own hands, because anything's better than the stupid people's court. You know, that's a good idea. Next, on Real Stupid People. Excuse me, mind if I sit here? Sure, go for it. Go for it? Yeah, that's the ticket. People who continue to use worn-out cliches. Hey, you demand. Real Stupid People doing real stupid things. Super! Next, on Real Stupid People. Have a nice day. My name is Limbled Moon, and I ain't got the brains of an empty ice cube tray. I don't know much, but I do know this. My neighbor the other day, he has five daughters. Came home, found his wife cheating on him one day. He found out because the toilet seat was up. Think about it. My name is Limbled Moon, and I don't know much, but I do know that. Thank you for your time.
only stops in sometimes. He only has one beer. I remember when he used to spend his every evening here. Now when he gets up to go home, he acts just like he's glad. Oh, it's not a very pretty sight when drunks go bad. When drunks go bad, it reflects upon us all. When we sit beneath the neon beer sign flashing on the wall, when drunks go bad, it's a low-down crying Discovered virtue, he gave vice a dirty name. He used to buy them wicky wacky bowls for blondes and short tight skirts. And at closing time, well, he'd smuggle out a six pack in his shirt. What he did not know about cheating wouldn't fill a Dixie cup. Over pink champagne in some cheap motel, he'd whisper, bottoms up. When drunks go bad, it reflects upon us all. When we listen to our urge to sin, sometimes heed the call. When drunks go bad, it's a low-down crying when he discovered virtue, he gave vice a dirty name. Now he's gone back to his wife, begun the social climb. He asks about us when he stops in here from time to time. The pagan saints of wine and lust no longer drive him mad All the girls and I are still wondering why some drunks go bad When drunks go bad, it reflects upon us all While we shuffle on the dance floor underneath the mirrored ball When drunks go bad, it's a low-down crying shame when he discovered virtue, he gave vice a dirty name. When he discovered virtue, he gave vice a dirty name. One, two, three, four.
every day, baby, when the sun go down, I get with my friends and I begin to clown. I don't care what the people are thinking. I ain't drunk. I'm just drinking. But you're so high. Oh man, you know I ain't high. But you're so high. I just take a little bit every now and then. But you're so high. Oh, man, you gotta be shaking yourself. Come home last night, all lush, baby getting the fuss, I say honey hush, I don't care what the people are thinking, I ain't drunk, I'm just drinking, but you're so high, man, I ain't drunk, I done told y'all I ain't drunk, man, why y'all do this? Like so yeah, yeah, I just had it fun, man, but you're so high, what? oh no I'm not, man, I don't know why y'all talking about me like this. Just me and you. I don't care what the people are thinking. I ain't drunk. Uh, I'm just drinking. Who so me? I ain't high, man. But you're so high. Why y'all talk about me like this? But you're so high. You gotta mind your own business, brother. You you gotta watch yourself too. You understand what I'm saying? I wanna tip you, baby, before I go. I'll be back tomorrow night and drink some more. I don't care what the people are thinking. I ain't drunk. I'm just drinking. But you're so high. Oh no, you the one drunk. Look at your eyes, man. But you're so high. Don't you tell my lady now. Well, I ain't here, but four, five, six, seven. Well, son, you know how the pressures of life can cause people to do crazy things. And if a person does too many crazy things, then that person is crazy. 
Sometimes you can keep yourself from going crazy by doing things to relieve tension, like drinking or having sex. But if craziness goes too far, sometimes the only thing left to do is to cut out that part of your brain that makes you crazy. That kind of brain surgery is called a frontal lobotomy. Maybe this song will help you understand what I mean. different paths Jimmy always listened to my mother and me I never liked to take a bath as we grew and tumbled through adulthood the pressure caused emotional drain and now I'm slowly dying in the bottle and Jimmy has to live with half a brain yes me I got a bottle in front of me and Jimmy has a frontal lobotomy just different ways to kill the pain the same I might be drunk, but at least I'm not insane. Jimmy let his troubles drive him crazy. He never tried to drown it in a drink. I know that drinking makes my thinking hazy, but at least I still have brains enough to think. Jimmy's got a brain that isn't stable. He doesn't have the sense to say his name. I'm sorry that his doctor was unable to remove the proper portion of his brain. Yes, me, I've got a bottle in front of me And Jimmy has a frontal lobotomy Just different ways to kill the pain the same But I'd rather have a bottle in front of me Than have to have a frontal lobotomy I might be drunk, but at least I'm not insane Funny how the world works People can be real jerks Some prefer Tension over booze Either way it ends the same Hard to beat the living game Might as well enjoy it while you lose When I need a drink I start to shiver And Jimmy always viewed it with concern But I'd rather have cirrhosis of the liver Than an intellect that's second to affirm I wonder if old Jimmy's gonna hear it When I tell him that his logic wasn't sound They'll dose him up on lots of evil spirits When they take him to the psychiatric grounds Yes, me, I've got a bottle in front of me And Jimmy has a frontal lobotomy Just different ways to kill the pain the same But I'd rather have a bottle in front of me Than have to have a frontal lobotomy I might be drunk, but at least I'm not insane. I might be drunk, but at least I'm not insane. Whether May, June, or October, even on the mornings when I'm sober, I blame everything but the kitchen sink. But when I reflect for a minute, focus on the world and my place in it, I gotta tell you what I really think. If you wake up in the morning with a brain that feels like wicker, it's the liquor. Does the sight of ham and eggs make you just a little sicker? It's the liquor. 
say your arms are getting thinner and your thighs are getting thicker when the doctor calls to tell you there's a problem with your ticker when you ram the car in front try to read the bumper sticker it's liquor when you take your freeway off-ramp and wind up in Costa Rica it's a liquor I'm always late on Monday, but I'm not a gold bricker. It's a liquor. When you stagger into court, does the jury sit and snicker? I'm the subject of the sermon every Sunday by the vicar. When your girlfriend says she's never had a lover that was quicker, it's a liquor. City slicker, it's a liquor. As your flaming love affair cooled down to just a flicker, it's a liquor. You say your favorite alibi no longer seems to trigger. And every time you're with your sweetheart, all you do is fight and bicker. And when your knees are getting splinters from the dirty barroom floor, that's the liquor. from my hair Jake lose all them little thorns What's the sprinkler doing on So damn early in the morn Crawling home at 5 a.m. Lord, the sidewalk sure is hard Guess I drank too much again Help me make it through the yard I don't know what's right or left I'm too drunk to even stand Why the devil won't you help me Please take your foot off of my hand Some coffee on the stove. Now we'll go try to find your car. I can't hack it all alone. Help me make it through the yard. And get my lawyer on the phone. Help me make it through the yard.
Comedy Corporation with I Drink Cologne. Pinkerton Bowden, help me make it through the yard. Kippadata, it's the liquor. Don't think I quite got to Hudson and Landry nobody's business, but that'll be coming up in the near future. I'd rather have a bottle in front of me than to have a frontal lobotomy, Dr. Randy... Hanslick, M.D., Albert Collins, I ain't drunk, I'm just drinking, Hoyt Axton, Lightning Bar Blues, and when drunks go bad, the Austin Lounge Lizards. Yeah, I got off on a little bit of a tear there, didn't I? All right, stick around, friends. Straight ahead, story time. But first, and I almost never do anything but first, time for pubic cervix announcements. Rip these off of the bathroom-type dispenser roll. With Bunny in the background, Florence Foster Jenkins, the world's worst opera singer. Friends, we'd do anything for kids, whether it's finding the owner of a lost toy or picking up a dropped sippy cup. Yet one in six children in the U.S. struggle with hunger. That's 13 million kids who aren't sure where their next meal is coming from. Help end childhood hunger and give all our kids the meals they need to grow. Learn how at FeedingAmerica.org. This message brought to you by Feeding America and WAIF Cincinnati. Also, friends... In response to an increasing number of abused and neglected children in Kentucky, the Diocesan Catholic Children's Home in Fort Mitchell is searching for foster and adoptive parents. There are now more than 350 children in Kentucky's foster care system waiting to be adopted. If you can help, please call Ron Birch 
at 859-331-2040 or visit online at www.dchome.org. And what do WAIF and HGL, uh, HG Wells have in common? The Time Machine, of course, now in their 36th year. Tune in Wednesday evenings from 8 to 10 for those golden days of R&B, rock and roll, and doo-wop. You'll hear the biggest hits and obscure songs featuring <laughs> all the great group harmonies. Hosted by Captain Robbie Paul the first Wednesday of the month and the Prince of Harmony on available third Wednesdays. Big Mike, King Arthur, will host all other Wednesdays. We'll take a trip back to the musical past on the time machine. Wednesday, Wednesday evenings from 8 to 10 right here on 88.3 WAIF Cincinnati. Whew. As promised, friends, story time. The continuing ventures in the life and times of Ed Clayton. Alrighty, friends, last week I told you I uh, uh, had a little uh, medical issue there. It was uh, kind of tough for me to speak. And I had grown what appeared to be a, a lump in the throat. Well, I saw a doctor about it, and she uh, she did an ultrasound and got the results back. There were no anomalies, no tumors, no nodules, no cysts, nothing. She felt around on my neck. You can you can see this lump on the front of my throat. She thinks that the cartilage around the uh, thyroid is moving. It's like, well, I hope it, hell, it leaves a forwarding address. I might need that someday. She says it's probably nothing to worry about. Well, you know, the whole, I think, probably phrasing is uh, not good enough. I want to know for sure. And I want to know where its final destination may be. Okay, I don't want it somewhere like, you know, I don't know, protruding from my navel or something like that. So, uh, got an MRI scheduled for this afternoon, and I don't want to probably think it's, I want to definitely know what it is, where it's going, and why. Well, that'll happen naturally over time. It moves, really, doctor? So, yeah, I'd never heard of that before. Apparently... I've I've had to wait nearly 62 years to develop an Adam's apple. Yeah, that's another thing. This week I turned 62, and uh, I'm going to be heading out of town. I need to get some fresh air, get out of this town for a while. Weather's going to be changing for the better, and uh, yeah, I'm thinking it's uh, time to hit the road for a road trip. So... Not positive sure of the destination? I'll just drive till I'm out of gas. I don't care. I'm that way. Anyhow, that is story time, friends. Almost live, nearly from Hollywood and in color. 
From the makers of Chia Pets and the Clapper comes the all-new Chia Clapper. Just and... Wow, look. It's growing grass. The Chia Clapper. You no longer have to wait for days and days to see grass growing out of your Chia. Just and... Now it has hair. And now it doesn't. The Chia Clapper. Making stuff for people who don't know any better. If your car's life is over... Go see Ben Dover. You'll realize what you had was heinous when you hop in and ride your anus. Oh, yeah. You've enjoyed driving Mercury. You loved your Saturn. Now come and dig Uranus. Love that new car smell? Nothing smells like Uranus. Dependability? No one has ever got stuck in Uranus. Take the plunge now. Be courageous. Bend over and ride your anus. And if you like a car that holds the road, you couldn't wipe out your Uranus if you tried. Uranus. Powerful, yet great with gas. Need trunk space? Rest assured you can pack anything in Uranus. And if Uranus is rear-ended, our well-lubricated joints will soften the blow. Come to our showroom and pick out Uranus. And leave that messy paperwork to us. Check out Uranus. Take the dive like Greg Luganus. Bend over and ride Uranus. Hey, what you eating? Cowboy dick. Hey, buckaroos, there's nothing like a little cowboy dick ice cream. I want something. I've got a craving. Yeah, well, how about some cowboy dick? Sure. All the cowgirls love my cowboy dick. And I should know, because I'm cowboy dick. I like my cowboy dick with some nuts. No problem, partner. Introducing cowboy dick with nuts so big you can hardly wrap your lips around them. My youngins love Cowboy Dick. Ma'am, fill your posse with my Cowboy Dick. Oh, Cowboy Dick. Here, try it. How is it? I can't talk. My mouth is full of Cowboy Dick. She's smiling. She's smiling. Fill your mouth with my Cowboy Dick. Available in your grocer's freezer. Ooh, once you've had your first Cowboy Dick, you won't ever go back. Y'all be going on vacation? See, the thing is, if you about to be up out this bitch, check it. Peep Delta. We be flying all over this bitch. Let me ask you something. You fin to raise up and get your travel on? From the interior to the exterior, you got to get your posterior in one of these big-ass planes. Shit, dog. You lay in the cut straight sitting on your ass and getting your drink on and your snack on while we floss and fly this mofo all over this bitch. East Coast, West Coast, it don't matter. Nia, we'll get you to your hoe and back lickety splits. No shit. Then you be back at your crib chilling with a flat spliff thinking we was some crazy-ass angel. Hell, these fat, round, thick-ass vessels run up in the sky so deep, it be crying. Yeah, you thought it was rain. So bring a towel, because at Delta, it's laid out like that. Call one of these fly-ass Delta coochies and make all them punk-ass co-workers of yours catch the vapors as you be off and about. You going? We fly you there. You been? We done already flew up in there. We got you covered like a jimmy hat. At Delta, we loves us some flying, and it be showing like a motherfucker. Howdy! Hi, I'm Spike, and you know, when I'm driving down Route 9W on a hot summer day, me and the missus always stop at Delta.
Dickens, Dickens Fruit Stand. They've got everything from fruit to vegetables, homemade pies, but there is nothing like their cider. Ain't that right, honey? Uh-huh. Dickens Cider. Yes, sir. Why, even though we were late for church last Sunday, she had to have a little Dickens Cider. Uh-huh. She says there ain't nothing like it. Even my minister says his wife enjoys a little dick insider now and then. Hey, why don't you bring some home in our protective plastic rib bottle? That way it'll stay fresh. Or you can let it sit a while and have some hard dick insider. <laughs> it's good at lunch, good at dinner, and there's nothing like waking up with a dick insider. Dickens Fruit Stain, just off Route 9W and Country Road 69. Open 24 hours, because after a chilly summer night, I like to snuggle up in bed with a hot dick inside Tonight on Bugs. Sir, how long have you been loitering here? Um, like 10 or 15 minutes. Okay, boys, kill him. Trigger happy cops. Do you have a permit for that lemonade stand? Um... Okay, kill him. Trigger happy cops. If it's violent, you know it. Hey, Troy Gridnick here. Did you know Ed's personality has been patented as a means of birth control? It's true. You are evil, and you must be destroyed. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Kill My Wife, Please. I'm Lance Van Rantoul. <laughs> Thank you very much. Please, everybody, say hello to today's contestants, Mr. Robert Blake, O.J. Simpson, and Scott Peterson. Okay, everybody, come on, let's play Kill My Wife, Please. Okay, let's start off with these are the people you want to blame after you kill your wife. O.J. Uh, um, uh, who are Colombian drug lords? <laughs> okay, that's right, O.J., go ahead. Uh, I'll take alibis for 400 Alibis for 400 This is the dumbest alibi ever used by a wife killer. Robert Blake. Yeah, okay, uh, what is I went back to the restaurant to get my gun? No. Scott Peterson. Um, what is I went fishing on Christmas Eve? <laughs> okay, that's correct, Scott. Your turn. Uh, I'll take murder weapons for 800 This is the ideal weapon to kill your wife. Robert Blake. A stolen gun, man. Uh, please make your answer in the form of a question. What is a knife? What is a stolen gun, man? A knife. Now, what is a gun? Knife. Please, gentlemen, no, no crosstalk. A gun, OJ. A gun. What is a gun? It's a gun. <laughs> okay, guys. What's okay, a, it's a gun. Put, please put come down here, the weapon. Here, come down. You want? You want me? To, come on. You want a piece of me? Hello, NASCAR. They ought to make their wives ride with them in NASCAR. That'd be something. <laughs> I can hear them in there now, bitching. <laughs> you don't know where the hell you're going, do you? <laughs> we have been going in circles for two hours out here. Now, pull over. I got to pee. <laughs> they want to take Winston out of NASCAR. Who's going to sponsor NASCAR if we get rid of Winston? Where they going to get the stay-free mini pads in there? <laughs> That'd be some good racing right there. Well, we got 43 cars in the Kotex Cup this year. There's Jeff Gordon in the number 24 Strawberry Dew Chevy Monte Carlo out there. There's Dick Trickle in the Syphilis Ford coming out there, Paul. <laughs> How'd you get tickets to the Tampon 200? <laughs> well, my daddy pulled some strings, and he got some pretty good sleep. <laughs> I'm going to sing you a song here. 
I'm going to sing you a song. I just busted up with my girlfriend tomorrow. Yeah, she said I cheated on her, which is a lie. I said I didn't pay attention to her, which is a lie. And I told her, I said, Sandy, or Jennifer. No, but she it was just her cooking. I had to leave her. She just can't cook. She went to get me some eggs the other day, make an omelet, and open them up, and some pantyhose come out of them, you know. <laughs> you know Betty Crocker sends her hate mail. <laughs> but she cheated on me with another man, and that was wrong. I wrote this song about her. I hope you like this song. You ever hear that song, Amarillo of the Morning by George Strait? Yeah. All right. This don't sound nothing near it all even close. That song there. Took me about four months to write this. Hope you like it. He cheated on me. That's wrong. My girlfriend's a whore. That's <laughs> all I got so far. I tell you, that's <laughs> I figured I had the main lyrics in, you know, that's all right. Now, here's a real song I wrote about. I hope you like it. It's called, I Can't Get Over You Till You Get Out From Under Him. <laughs> all right, I'm your kid. All right. That ain't funny. That ain't funny. This is a song I wrote about an illegal Mexican. Yeah, hitchhiking through Texas. I'm gonna call it El Paso. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. I don't care who you are. That's funny right there. Want to hear my impression of Elton John? Yeah. All right. He's queer. <laughs> All right. That's the impression that I get. All right. That's just my impression. I don't know about y'all. Nah. Hope you like this song. Sing along if you know what it's called. My grandma's got worms. That explains why she's been dragging her butt on the carpet. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Hey, did y'all have fun tonight? I hope y'all had a good time. Did you have fun? Hope you had fun tonight. I appreciate you coming out. And remember, everybody makes fun of a redneck until their car breaks down. Uh, that's a big thing to remember. But I appreciate y'all coming out to see me. Y'all being real good to me here. And, uh, and I want to tell you... <laughs> Do we have security? Do we have security over here, please? <laughs> All right, I'll get that. I'll get that. I'll, I'll do that for you. Ladies and gentlemen, Lewis Black. Thanks. I told my friends that I was going to make a CD. And to give you an idea how smart my friends are, they said, well, what kind of CD? <laughs> I said, N nothing but love songs.
But what if I did come up here and just just didn't even do comedy, just sat here and a cappella sang about ten f love songs in a row? <laughs> Never even mention it, just go on and on. I love Wisconsin. I love coming here. I perform here uh, a lot because I've discovered that you people apparently have some sort of federal grant for drinking. It's, you're insane. You pay less for liquor than anybody I know anywhere in the country. Nobody pays less for liquor than you. What are you, what are you, what are you, how? how? I don't know if you're using that farm subsidy money or if you're just hijacking liquor trucks, but this is f***ing insane. Uh, is it volume? It's unbelievable. It's staggering. I come here because basically if I spend four days here drinking, and even with the plane ticket, it's cheaper than drinking in New York. How do you know when it's New Year's? That's the big mystery to me. What's the difference? I've been in bars here and it's like New Year's every night. Oh, New Year's, that's when we, we, we drink with hats on. Now, I've been drunker here than any place else I've ever been in my life. And remember this, you were not, you were not alcoholics. You, and my hat is off, are professionals. Fall is here, and all I have to say is, fuck fall. <laughs> fall, I hate the fall. Bullshit. Oh, the leaves change color. They change color for two days. Then a big wind comes, you got nothing but sticks for the rest of the year. And then the weather is completely nonsense. You, you, there's never, you don't even have a proper fall coat. Nothing you wear is right. You wake up, it's sunny out, you put a coat on, you go out, you're sweating like a pig, you take it off. Then it's cold, it's bullshit. Sun's out, you're sweating, but there's a breeze, so you're freezing. It's not weather, it's malaria. Weather's 90, it's 30, it's 80, it's 20, and my balls can't take it. Big, and then small, big. Apparently I can't have kids because my sperm are gagging. Weather in this country is completely nuts, and nobody gives a shit. It's completely out of control. There was a Hurricane Lenny, why the fuck they gave it that name, that, that's going, it's in, the, it's, it's in the Caribbean, it's going from west to east, and that's never happened. It's never happened! You don't think some shit is up? And nobody's panicked? I'm fucking panicked. In all the time there have been hurricanes, it's always gone this, now it's going that way. No explanation from the Weather Channel, that group of assholes. How far gone are we as a nation that we need 24 hours a day of weather? Nobody knows how to do it in two minutes. We're insane. 
And they're all, every one of them is just, a, a, one is more full of shit than the next. It's the worst storm ever, it's the worst. Don't go out, don't go out, don't go out. There's going to be an inch of snow, it's the worst inch of snow. I was watching the Weather Channel because I was going to fly down south and Hurricane Floyd was out in the Caribbean. And so they, this is what they said. The information, they said the Hurricane Floyd would be hitting the, the, the coast of the United States in five days and that it would hit somewhere, somewhere between Miami and New England. Why did they bother? Why, why, why the f open your mouth? Why not just, uh, okay, uh, Hurricane Floyd is coming and um, we're going to go to a commercial. And if you're in a place and they tell you a hurricane's coming, run! You get your sh you get out the door, and if the kids don't move fast enough, fuck them, drive away. They'll be there when you get back. They're malleable, they bounce, they'll be under a tree. <laughs> it was fun! I lived through a hurricane. Literally, the, the heart of a hurricane. The wind gets louder and louder, the house shakes, then it gets quiet and calm. So you think everything's okay, open the door and it's flying by. Dogs and cats, appliances, my friends. And you know what they call that hurricane? Bob. I don't know a lot. I know this, Bob is not a hurricane. Bob is an insurance salesman from Topeka, Kansas. You meet Bob when you're stuck in an airport cocktail lounge for two hours because they've been, the, the, the airport's been watching the Weather Channel. And you're stuck next to Bob and Bob stops talking about his wife and kids and he buys you some drinks and he shows you pictures of the family and you start to think, hey, Bob's not a bad guy. And then Bob tries to sell you insurance. You have to go, fuck you, Bob. That is a Bob. Why do they give hurricanes names anyway? What's the concept behind this? Why don't they use that time wisely and try to learn more about the weather? <laughs> Hurricane, Hurricane Andrew? Why would you call Hurricane Andrew? Did the hurricane show up in a little cravat and a dickie? <laughs> Smelling a polo, sipping a Perrier, going, scurry, scurry, Andy's here. <laughs> what do they call tornado? Tornado. You get the message. They don't go, tornado, Timmy's coming, flee! <laughs> why, you know, why, if they're going to give a hurricane a name, give it a name that applies, like Hurricane Jesus Christ on a crutch! <laughs> Followed by the next big one, Hurricane Holy f***ing Moses! <laughs> right, the weathermen are so full of shit, it, it defies description. Al Roker, that big fat f***. Oh, he's intolerable. Man doesn't know shit about the weather. He was the weatherman in New York City, and three years ago we had a blizzard, or you here in Madison would say, a dusting. <laughs> we had, we were supposed to have, according to Al, four to 12 inches of snow. That's his prediction. We had 36 inches giving him the benefit of the doubt, he's two feet off. That's not even in the ballpark.
If you were a roofer and you built a roof and it was two feet off, you'd still be serving time. Al Roker makes $1.5 million a year as a weather person. That's what he was making, as a weather person. And he doesn't know anything. For $1.5 million, any one of us in this room could do the weather. Not only do the weather, we could do the weather with a gorilla f***ing us in the ass. Yes, you could. Don't even back off that one. If I had a million five, you'd be glad to see Simba at work every day. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got a big cloud cover coming. Oh, ho, ho. And the only time you get upset is when you find out that the gorilla's making two million. What does meteorologist mean in English? It means liar. What's the best job you can have in the world? It's being the weather person in San Diego, California. Doesn't get any better than that. You're on TV for less than a minute. They go, you know, you get a six-figure income. What's the weather going to be like, Lou? Nice. Back to you. I knew that the weather in this country was out of control when 10 years ago I was in Boston, Massachusetts, and in four days I experienced five seasons. It was 30, it was 60, it was 90, then it was 12! On the last day there was thunder, lightning, and snow. And I hadn't done drugs. Because when you're lying in bed and you hear thunder outside and you get up to look, you have an expectation. And it's not snow with lightning behind it. That's fucked up. They don't even write about that kind of weather in the Bible. And I imagine if a prophet had seen that kind of weather after he wiped the poop out of his pants, he'd have told us about it. I was supposed to work that night. I said, I'm not coming in. I am scared shitless. Because I know what the next season's going to be. Locusts. And there will come a time, mark my words, where there will be a season of just great big giant frogs that fall from the sky. Oh, you can look at me like I'm crazy, but you'll be watching that other maniac, that Willard Scott. I'm serious. He scares the shit out of me. He smiles so much, I don't think the man has a central nervous system. And I'm going to tell you this. If you wake up in the morning and you watch the Today Show and you're happy because Willard is happy and Al is happy, kill yourself. Now, you'll see Willard Scott one morning. He'll be standing in front of the Washington Monument. He'll be dressed in a chipmunk outfit and frogs will be bouncing off his head. He'll be going, giant frogs, giant frogs. What can I say? Back to you. Everybody knows why the weather in this country is out of control. is because we lost the ozone layer. Well, if we lost it, why don't we put it on milk cartons try to find it? How stupid are we, the most technologically advanced culture in the history of mankind, to live without an ozone layer? Okay? We have men, we've got rockets, we've got saran wrap. Fix it! We put domes over our sports arenas. <laughs> The only thing we've come up with to deal with the fact that we have no ozone layer is sunblock. And I don't trust that shit at all. Why would you? The people who told us about sunblock are the same people when I was a kid were telling me that eggs were good. So I ate a lot of eggs. Ten years later, they said they were bad. Now, what about just take the eggs? 
So I stopped eating eggs, and ten years later they said they were good again. Well, now I ate twice as many eggs, and then they said they were bad. And I went, well, now I'm really f***ed. <laughs> then they said they're good, they're bad, they're good. The whites are good, the, the yellows. Bad. Make up your mind. It's breakfast. I gotta eat. <laughs> you ever read the ingredients in sunblock? I've never seen those words anywhere. You don't even know what you're putting on your face, do you? You go, oh no, the sun's out. It could be zebra. You don't know. You don't know. You may not like that joke, but you don't know. I don't. I. I you know, the, the, the thing about sunblock is, is you're going to go to your doctors, you know, about. Ten years, your doctor's going to look at you and go, your, your chart here is out. What? Your cholesterol is out of control. What have you been doing? Well, I've been eating really well and running and I've been doing everything right. Yeah, have you been using sunblock? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, you shouldn't trust that shit. What are you doing? You could have had all the sausage you wanted. Uh-huh. I don't use sunblock. Instead, I use a, a very fine American product that really works well. Crisco. Oh, it's tremendous. For a buck seventy-five, you get a tub. You can share it with everybody at the beach. And you never get burnt with Crisco, ever. Because when you start to sizzle, you move your ass. Drinking and Weather, comedy from Lewis Black and Larry the Cable Guy, NASCAR Wives and Cheating. Glad to have you tuned in to The Late Late Show, Ed Clayton here. And I need to tell you, you are listening to what radio was meant to be. This is WAIF Cincinnati. And once again, friends, portions of this program, if performed correctly may contain material that could be considered offensive or unsuitable for some listeners. If you are offended by such programming, this would make a terrific time to tune away, turn the radio off, tune to a different station, and return to WAIF at 5 a.m. when the good pastor and sister Walker shall be along to present Open Your Bible. Numbers to call here at the station, 513-961-8900. Or you can always go to the website at www.waferadio.org. All right, friends, stay tuned, stick around. We have much more to come your way. Funny stuff, trust me. Drink? Uh, no, no thanks. Uh, say, who owns this place? That's right. Who owns it? Yeah. <laughs> you don't know who? I've known who for years. Look, where's your boss? Who? Your boss. Yeah. 
He's in a ball game with somebody. With somebody? Yeah, he never goes to the ball game with me. Who does it? Uh, no, he goes to somebody. Well, aren't you somebody? No, I'm sorry. It's a shame you think you're nobody. I don't think I'm nobody. You think you're who? No, if I was, I'd be at the ball game with somebody. <laughs> if you were at the ball game, who would be here tending bar? Unless she was at the ball game with me. Who? Yeah. And if he was, nobody would be here. Nobody would be here? He used to own this place, but he sold it. To who? Yeah. Before that, nobody owned it. Nobody owned it? Yeah. It used to be called nobody's business. Well, it's whose business now? Yeah. Well, where is everybody? With nobody. Everybody's with nobody? That's okay. They're married. Everybody's married? To nobody. Wow. Everybody got a divorce because somebody was always at the ball game. With who? Every night. <laughs> but everybody's nobody's sweetheart now. <laughs> you know what I mean? No. You will. I don't see how. Oh, you won't see how. He owes everybody money. <laughs> Everybody? Yeah, you remember nobody's sweetheart? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's bad news. Who? Oh, how? Oh, brother. Uh, by the way, I didn't catch your name. Jim. I'm sorry. You're sorry? Really sorry. My brother is never sorry. Oh, you... <laughs> your brother is never sorry? He just got married. To who? No, to whose sister? Oh. He's got two sisters, you know. Who does? Yeah, who does? Lou, who, and you, who? Lou-hoo and you-hoo. And two brothers. Two brothers. Wahoo and Stahoo. Lou-hoo, you-hoo, Wahoo, Stahoo. Let me get this thing straight. Who's at the ball game with? with somebody. How owes money to? Everybody. Everybody is? There's nobody's sweetheart now. You're? Really sorry. And your brother is? He's never sorry. And he just married? You. You-who. Right. So? So, by marriage. Yeah. <laughs> Who's sorry now? Can I fix your drink? On the house. You mean? Who's going to pay for it? One, two. What time is it? Five after? Oh, this is it. How do you do? Well, well, it's certainly a pleasure to see me in person, ladies and gentlemen. Every critic can get over how great this show is. I'm only mentioning it in case you think it stinks. Then you'll know there's something wrong with you. This is an unbelievable show because this got qualities you don't see on Broadway today. You'll never see a show like this. First of all, it's a one-man show. A lot of people say, so what? I got my own trouble. <laughs> the truth of the matter is that you don't need two people for a show. People think somehow, subconsciously, that the more people they see, the better the show. The busier it is, the more excited they get. Show them 10 people, what a show. 50 people, did I see a show? By the time they see 300 people, hey, was this a <laughs> Did you enjoy it? I don't know, but what a crowd they were coming. <laughs> you don't need a whole crowd for one show. You understand this? The truth of the matter is that any accomplishment that was of any significance was always done by one person. There was never more than one person involved. Mister, 
You don't care. <laughs> Name anything. Take a guy like Michelangelo. Painted the whole Sistine Chapel all by himself. Even though there were thousands of painters who weren't working. He didn't say, Mr. Grab a brush, help out. <laughs> Never said that. He worked alone. Alone. Took him 30 years to paint the ceiling because the man was a schmuck. <laughs> he was because you don't have to take 30 years to paint the ceiling. I got a brother-in-law, two kitchens and a toilet, and now there. He knew this is no job for a brush. A roller does the same. I'll show you another example. How many people do you marry? Mister. You marry one person. If you need more, how come if more is better, how come people don't marry two? Or maybe four or ten? We're not talking about your case. We're talking about a normal person. That's right. One person is all you need for human happiness. Because through that one person and within that relationship, every means of communication and involvement, every significant emotion, every relationship, everything happens that means anything with one person. That's all you need. That's right. Because if you found that one person, you could spend the rest of your life, the rest of your life, with that one person. That's all you need. And you sit in the house the rest of your life. <laughs> and you look at each other and look and keep looking. And keep waiting and looking and waiting and wondering. And here he is, he's going to the toilet. He came back from the toilet. He came back, he sat down, he got up. He's watching television, he's almost watching. He forgot to watch, he'd like to watch. He got the wrong station, the right one, the wrong one. He got it. He, got it. he wants something. He got it already. He don't need it. He has it. He... And what do you say? You say, thank God you found a schmuck like this. <laughs> Another quality about this show that you don't see too often is that there's no sex mentioned in this show. There's no sex here. I don't believe in it. I don't need it. That's right. I never believed in sex. I never did. Why do you think I look like this? Why, you ever catch me with a girl? Not me. Never. Never. A boy, once in a while. Not any boy, a Jewish boy. Not any Jewish boy either. A doctor. <laughs> I missed my profession. I should have been a doctor. They got some profession, the doctors. And what other business could a man tell a woman to get undressed and send a bill to her husband? There's a lot of hookers here. You're not the only one. <laughs> That's not nice to say. You don't even look like a hooker. This one, I'm not sure, but you can. <laughs> I hope they're Jewish because if they're Italian, I'll get killed for this. Well, that happens to be the truth. If you call an Italian girl a hooker, you're in a lot of trouble. Somebody will kill you. You call a Jewish girl a hooker. No kidding. I look like a hooker. <laughs> How come I never heard that before? Nobody when did you notice it? Was I standing like this? Actually, the truth is that the Jewish girls are right. The Jewish girls are right because it happens to be a great compliment. It's a great compliment to say that somebody looks like a hooker. Because in effect, you're saying that she looks like a beautiful woman. Let's be honest. You have to be a beautiful woman to make a living from that field. That's the truth. A short, fat yenta with a mustache. What are you going to give What are you going to give her, 80 cents? <laughs> to say that somebody looks like a wife is no compliment. It's not because a wife could look to crush and say, 
no matter what she looks like, it still costs you 50,000 a year if you're Jewish. That's what it costs if you're Jewish, not less than 50,000, even if you're Italian. All right, 12,000. Let's say you're a Puerto Rican, a dollar and a quarter. You understand this? How was your buffer? Next. They're still staring at me. I told you before, I don't care if you laugh or not. I'm not saying this because I'm an arrogant person. I don't say it out of arrogance. I say it when I say I don't care if a person laughs or not. It's because I know who I am. That's the trick. The great trick is to know who you are. Most people don't know. Thank God I know. I didn't always know. I'm not ashamed to admit it. There was a time I didn't know who I was. I went to a psychiatrist. I did. He took a look at me right away. He said, this is not you. <laughs> I said, this is not me, then who is it? He said, I don't know either. I said, then what do I need you for? He said, to find out who you are. He said, together, we're going to look for the real you. I said, if I don't know who I am, how will I know who to look for? And even if I find me, how will I know if it's me? Besides, if I want to look for me, what do I need him? I can look myself. Or I can take my friends. We know where I was. Besides, I said to myself, what if I find the real me and I find that he's even worse than me? What do I need him? I don't make enough of myself. I need a partner. Ten years ago, I've been glad to look for anybody. Now I'm doing good. Why should I look for him? He needs help. Let him look for me. He said, the search. He said, the search for the real you will have to continue. That'll be $100, please. I said to myself, this is not the real me. Why should I give him the $100? I'll look for the real me. Let him give him the $100. What if I find the real me? He don't think it's worth the $100. Then I'm stuck buying money with the real him. I said to myself, for all I know, the real me might be going to a different psychiatrist altogether. Might even be a psychiatrist himself. I said, wouldn't that be funny if you're the real me and you owe me a hundred dollars? I said, I'll tell you what, I'll charge you fifty dollars, we'll call it even. You're getting hitched and your bride's only twelve. You need to stay in a special hotel. She's jailbait, so make a day to dial 1-800-BAKE-BALL-THE-FIRE. Well, uh, hey, this is the old killer herself, Jerry Lee Lewis, with a word for you newlywed. Believe me, I know how tough it is when you marry a 13-year-old. But it's even tougher deciding where to go on your honeymoon. I mean, you like the Bahamas, and she wants to ride a pony. Opened up the great balls of fire honeymoon hotel. Every room has a lollipop shaped bathtub, and we provide complimentary champagne and chocolate milk. Just listen to 52 year old Rolling Stone, Bill Wyman, and his teenage bride. It's great. Yeah, and the waiters even cut up my steak, too. Ah, so come on, cousins, and check in the Jerry Lee's Great Balls of Fire Honeymoon Hotel. Cause, like and they say, when in Rome, do like Roman Polanski. And now, another edition of What If. Today, what if Janis Joplin were an Avon lady?
next time when we'll ask, what if acne scars were attractive? Wow, Keith Richards, what a hug. When next we ask, what if? It's carpet lick night at Lesbian Pally Dragway. You've never seen anything like it. Women side by side, flicking their tongues at over 300 miles an hour. See drastic plastic. Other great toys in action. If you attend only one homosexual affair this year, make this the one. Friday night, August 13th, there'll be thunder in the valley at Lesbian Valley. Do you hopes to be getting a big-ass meal at a fly price? Right now, you and your posse can be snacking for under $7. No shit. McDonald's presents the Big Mother Get the Big Mother with a bottle of Colt 45, chitlins, pig's feet, on a cornbread biscuit with a big old bucket of gravy. This shit be cheaper than two hits of crack. And so good, you'll be saying shit dog did somebody be saying mcdonald's you're damn right mcdonald's we loves it when you be smiling hey fred where'd you get that tiny little tractor it ain't a tractor it's a yamaha well hell they don't make tractors they make motorcycles no gone it it ain't a tractor it's a yamaha trimoto from early cycle center well, what the hell you need a little tiny tractor like that for i said it ain't a tractor and i got it for herding my cows working on the fences you know getting around on the farm well you got a pick em up truck for that i know but this here three-wheeler from early cycle center uses about a tenth as much gas as that damn old truck and it's a hell of a lot more fun too i can haul my fence in the on this big old damn rack on the back, and with the ultra-low gear, I can get up in the woods and pull them f***ing logs down the hill where the tractor won't go. No s***. Hell yeah. Sure looks like a little tiny tractor. It ain't a f***ing tractor, damn it. It's a Yamaha Trimoto. I think I'll get me one of them little tractors. It ain't a f***ing tractor. Well, look at them big damn knobby tractor-looking tires. You scum-sucking son of a bitch, it ain't a tractor. Take a look at the Yamaha Trimoto from Early Cycle Center on Route 42 south of Harrisonburg. It'll outpull, outwork, outrun, and outfuck almost anything in its class. And it's not a fucking tractor. It's a fact. Stupid people have stupid children. If you're stupid, please don't have sex. If you insist on having sex, then please have sex with animals. Preferably animals smarter than you are. That way, if by some biological fluke you and the animal actually have offspring, odds are the offspring will be less stupid than you are. One more thing. Don't assume the animal is protected. If the animal has a condom, or if female, some sort of interuterine device, insists they wear it. Please, help stamp out this mindless mindlessness. Keep your stupidity to yourself. This message brought to you by the Council of Concerned Citizens who are smarter than you are. This program was not pre-recorded but must air live at this time. Hey, Joy Gridnick here. So glad to be on Ed Clayton's show. You know, Ed can botch more things before 9 a.m. than most people can botch all day. You gotta love him. Love him, but just don't let him botch up your stuff. You are evil, and you must be destroyed. I love this guy.
Bolser, Doogie C. God, you nine man interpret, nine man I nod. Rats live on no evil star, won't lovers revolt now, race fast, safe car. Pause the sad mark is as selfless as I am, may a moody baby No devil lived on Lonely Thailand All out of banana baton No ex Nixon Oh Stone B not so Oh Geronimo No minor ego Naomi I moan Hey Toyota's a Toyota A dog of panic In a pagoda Tofu, we panic in a pew. Uzi rat in a sanitary zoo. Got a red nugget, a fat egg under a dog. Go hang a salami, I'm a lasagna hog. Smoke 
say and eat and wear in the mornings of the avalanche yeti kidnapped blanche took her to his cave up in the rockies All that came to stay in January in the Colorado Rockies. Baby didn't die until we burned up all our wood. Considering we ate her raw, she tasted pretty good. And the fascist health inspectors dug us out, mailed us home. Except for Blanche, wouldn't leave her main. Oh, Colorado's calling me. From her mountains and her rivers and her meadows and her trees. Tell me I'll be cured soon Thought and ready to return When it's April in the Colorado Grammy! Yeah. 
made of stoner. Steve Martin with King Tut. Prior to that, we heard from National Lampoon, Highway Toes. Weird Al Yankovic, Bob. Every line in that song was a palindrome. Jackie Mason, One Man Show, and Hudson and Landry, Nobody's Business, began the last set. Well, friends, what say we take care uh, for the final time on the Late Late Show this week for pubic cervix announcements? I'll rip these guys off of yon handy-dandy bathroom-type dispenser roll. My friends, when adults run out of ideas for helping children, they can end up feeling as frustrated as the kids. ConnectForKids.org uh, has thousands of resources for helping kids in your community. ConnectForKids.org offers guidance for grown-ups. This public service message is brought to you by the Benton Foundation and 88.3 WAIF Cincinnati. And could you walk by a child living on the streets of your hometown and do nothing? Could you see an abused and abandoned child and just walk by? There are over a million kids living and dying on the streets of America. It's unthinkable, but true. There's a generation of lost and homeless kids living on our streets, and we walk by them every day. We don't see them because they're teens and they don't look like children but they're just as vulnerable as any child. Don't walk by. Do something. Go to covenanthouse.org. That's C-O-V-E-N-A-N-T house.org and find out how you can help. And listen to Kingdom Building every Wednesday from noon to one. <laughs> as your hosts, Rich and Mike, give you biblical principles to help you strengthen your relationship with Jesus. Join us for conversation, scriptures, and prayer as we help you into God's kingdom. That's Kingdom Building, Wednesdays from noon to one on 88.3 WAIF-FM. All right, friends, stick around. We have much more coming your way. And it could go off in any direction. With me behind the microphone, sometimes it's like giving a drunken monkey a loaded gun. Fun to watch from a distance, but you don't want to be anywhere near ground zero. My name is Lemon Moon. I'm not only a few sandwiches short of a picnic, I'm a few picnics short of a picnic. Now, I don't know much, but I do know this. I hear people talking about the war between the sexes. Well, the war between the sexes will never be won, because fraternization with the enemy is just too much fun. My name is Limit Moon, and I don't know much, but I do know that. Thank you for your time. I want to watch my soap operas. But I want to watch the ball game. I want to watch... 
watch cartoons. Relax, folks. Huh? Now you can watch it all. Huh? Philips Milk of Magnazina, the money-hungry company that brought you high-definition static, is pleased to present this latest advancement in digital imaging that only the Japanese understand. Picture in picture in picture. Hey, this is great. Yes, it is. Awesome. Now you can bring the whole family together to watch separate shows on the same TV set. It sure is good to have the whole family together. Sorry. Picture in picture in picture. For the family that agrees to disagree. Hello, Domination Pizza. Uh, yes, I'd like a small cheese, tomato, and beef pizza, please, if that wouldn't be too much trouble. Bull, you're going to have a medium-thin crust with jalapenos, and that's it. Nothing to drink. No napkins, and we'll deliver it when we're good and ready. Well, I guess that'll be okay. What? That's yes, mistress, that's all. No guessing. No pretending like you're anything but my scum dog floor mop. On your knees and keep your head down. Domination Pizza, it's ready when we're ready. Get it and like it. Now call! When you need all the information you can get as quickly as possible, thank goodness for your Wang. Can't pull numbers out of your head? Pull them out of your pants with the Wang Personal Pocket Computer. Ooh, that's some Wang you have. The Wang will help you calculate quickly, but never prematurely. It's easy to reach in and put your Wang into action. Ooh, I love that Wang. And with the new Extender Wang with the adapter attachment, it turns your pocket into a telephone. Reach out and touch your Wang. Big little name in pocket computers, Wang. You can pull out your Wang at any occasion, before lunch, after dinner, or for that special, special evening. Remember, Wang, the big little name in computers. <laughs> I'm Ted Koppel, and this is Punchline. There's been a major breakthrough in the science of male contraception. ABC's Barbara Walters has more. Ted, I'm here at the University of Louisville Laboratory with Dr. Richard Robinson, who's invented a new birth control pill for men. Doctor, what does this pill do? Well, it's actually very simple, Barbara. A man puts it in his shoe, and it makes him limp. Ted? Tomorrow night, we cross a praying mantis with a termite and get an insect that says grace before it eats your house. Oh, come on! I'm Ted Koppel, and this is Punchline. You're kidding me! Stevie Nicks, the distinctive voice of Fleetwood Mac. Her style is unforgettable. Her lyrics, unintelligible. Stevie's back with all your favorite hits on one big album. It's Stevie Nicks. What the hell is she saying? Yes, all her classics are here. You'll get me, Henry, and the incomparable. Digitally remumbled for stereo inaudibility. This is Stevie Nicks. 
at her most nebulous. Stevie Nicks, What the Hell Is She Saying? Available now on Incoherent Records and Tapes. Hey, Joy Gridnick here, talking about Ed Clayton's show. You know, Ed's not a pheasant feather plucker or a feather plucker son, but he can pluck a pheasant feather until a feather plucker comes. <laughs> that's right. But that's all he can do. You are so much less attractive when I'm sober. You dog me, pal.
Once upon a time I was just a teen When I first found my daddy's girly magazine I saw a picture of perfection She was calling out for further inspection And she stared back at me with those bedroom eyes All I ever wanted was the booby prize It was the size of the prize in my eyes That was causing my erection Memory lane, memory lane A feeling that I can't explain Memory lane, memory lane The girl is driving me insane Cause she knows when she pulls in or out of her clothes I stick her in my hall of fame And she'll be glad I came on that Some tissue here and there No one ever cared or even dared to ask if they were imitation And then there was Sally and her friend Sue They were the boobsy twins of PS102 Wherever their bus stopped I made a point to make my favorite destination Memory lane, memory lane A feeling that I can't explain Memory lane, memory lane The girl is driving me insane Cause she knows when she pulls in or out of her clothes I stick her in my hall of fame And she'll be glad I came on that ride down memory lane The beauty of their names I will never forget We call them titties, jugs, hooters, knockers and breasts sizes and all different shapes anywhere there's cleavage you can find my face they got the power to devour every hour of my imagination memory lane memory lane a feeling that i can't explain memory lane Glad I came on and ride down memory lane, memory lane. A feeling that I can't explain. Memory lane, memory lane. The girl is driving me insane. Well, if you're one of the millions who own one of them gas-drinking, piston clanking, air-polluting, smoke-belching, four-wheeled buggies from Detroit City, then pay attention. I'm about to sing your song, son.
and just pay once a month like you do your rent. Well, I figured it up, and over a period of time, this $4,000 car of mine cost $14,000.99. Well, now, Lord, Mr. Ford, I just wish that you could see what your simple horseless carriage had become. Well, it seems your contribution to man, to say the least, got a little out of hand. Well, Lord, Mr. Ford, what have you done? Half a car is a trick to drive, don't you? But the thing that amazes me, I guess, is the way we measure a man's success by the kind of an automobile he can afford to buy. Well, now, the red light, green light, traffic cop, right turn, no turn, must turn, stop. Get out the credit card, honey, we're out of gas. Well, now, all the cars place end to end would reach to the moon and back again. There'd probably be some poor fool pull out the pants. Well, now, how I yearn for the good old days. Big 
top like hell nor Ricky. There's a face in a jar by my door. I must be insane. Got an abnormal brain. What else could I do to get laid? The guys that I date had a terrible fate. They ended up lightly sauteed. Oh, I got friends in all places, every shape and size, and all races, all blood and guts. <laughs> Jeeps and rigs of every size. 
Yeah, them chicken coops was full of bears and choppers filled the skies. Well, we shot the line, we went for broke with a thousand screaming trucks and eleven long-haired friends of Jesus in a chartreuse microbus. Yeah, rubber duck just soft buster. Come on there, yeah. Ten four soft buster. Listen, you wanna put that microbus in behind that suicide jockey? Yeah, he's home dynamite and he needs all the help he can get. Well, we laid a strip for the Jersey Shore and prepared to cross the line. I could see the bridge was lined with bears, but it didn't have a doggone dime. I says, Pink Pen, this here's a rubber duck. We just ain't going to pay no toll. So we crashed the gate doing 98. I says, let them truckers roll 10-4.
Crossing the highway late last night He should have looked left and he should have looked right He didn't see the station wagon car The skunk got squashed and there you are You got your dead skunk in the middle of the road Dead skunk in the middle of the road Wainwright III, Dead Skunk in the Middle of the Road, Red Peters, How's Your Whole Family? C.W. McCall, Convoy, The Ballad of Jeffrey Dahmer, Pinkerton Bowden, Lord Mr. Ford, Jerry Reed, Pig Vomit, Mamory Lane, and Ween, Whiz Up a Rope, began the last set. Well, friends, it has been a large time. However, I am out the door, up the road, down the street, around the corner, and by some accounts, over the hill. Uh, maybe out of town next week, you might get uh, the Rico Suave Man or perhaps an encore presentation of a previous broadcast. However, I'm going to be out of town. So, enjoy, behave yourselves. I almost said that with a straight face. I knew I could. Anyhow, 
Stay tuned. Coming up next over most of these stations, the good pastor and sister Walker in with Open Your Bible. Remember, when dawn breaks, I can fix it. And if you're listening in your car, thanks for the ride. You're listening to what radio is meant to be. This is WAIF Cincinnati. Bye.